What up, what up, what up, podcast peeps? City and Jeff here. Nothing you've never heard. And today we're talking about something a little bit more serious than what we've talked about in the past. It's unavoidable this week. It's unavoidable. It's unavoidable. <laughs> in, a, in a time where it's what everyone's talking about, it's what is all over the news, all over social media, in everyone's minds and in everyone's hearts, we're talking about guns. Big guns, little guns, uh, water guns, uh Play guns? I don't know. Is this play, a gun? Little yeah, handgun? Gun. gun culture, gun gun mentality. Full disclosure, I do not own a gun. Nor do I. But I've fired a gun. I've fired a gun. I've I've hunted. I have I've I've never hunted. I've killed creatures. You're and, you're a terrible person. And <laughs> and have eaten them. And have eaten them. So uh what brings us up is we were talking about this earlier and well, like, like, uh, I think this is the general reaction from everyone, like speechlessness or... Right. So I guess the number one thing that everyone's talking about with respect to the war on guns is it's not a war on guns. I don't think anyone is trying to strip anybody's right to the Second Amendment. I don't think anyone's trying to prevent people from owning guns i just think that the majority of people want to see some change with respect to controlling who has guns and and some legislation around around gun ownership for example the way uh cars used to be a a a huge killer of people and then the government said hey this is no good maybe we should build roads different have seat belts eventually some airbags and now Although car accidents do, like, definitely still kill people, like, it's mainly due to impairment and other reasons. Well, and look, and shockingly, what happened? And, well, deaths went down due Boom. to motor vehicle accidents. shocking result. You made people more aware, you educated people, you designed roads to prevent accidents, you did research, you did planning, you did thinking, you implemented strategies to make sure roads and cars were safer, and less people are dying on the roads. You can't get a Kinder Surprise anymore. <laughs> or Rise. lawn darts. Or lawn darts. Hashtag bring back lawn darts. Hashtag we want lawn darts. If we can keep our guns, let's, uh, let's yeah. keep lawn darts. I can't enjoy a backyard game of lawn darts because they're a danger to society, but a person can go buy an automatic, fully automatic machine gun with very limited like with, number of hoops to jump through. Like when they were designing cars, they're like, well, you know what, instead of driving horses, we can get from A to B faster if we use combustion engines, which we should move to electric engines, but maybe that'll be a discussion a different time. But like, like what is the primary purpose that guns were created for? And uh, people, people will say protection, people will say hunting, people will say these different things, but like a machine gun has really only ever had one, one purpose. purpose. And, and that's what is to, that? To crush a whole bunch of pop cans all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. It's, it's war. It's war. Like it's, it's killing. It's, it's a team of people who said, we need a, a, a tactical war advantage, and here's a killing machine that can, that can be very Effectively efficient. Effectively kill at. as many humans as possible in a short amount of time as possible, yeah. and as accurately as possible and yeah. efficiently as possible. And now these guns have found their way into the hands of people who are not mentally fit to have them. Yeah. 
or just or just the process involved is in the United States a little bit. It's so funny. Like it's a conservative issue, but it's like a liberal gun state. You know what I mean? Like they're but if no one, liberal, if we're not guns. trying to take away guns, no one's trying to take away guns. So what do the people who are crusading and demanding that their Second Amendment rights be upheld? What is their problem with? Gun control legislation. Well, what is their in, inherent? It's impeding pro- on their freedom. Their their innate freedom to. But if they're capable have an of AR fifteen, if, if they pass all of the exams, first of all, exams are not legislation. Gun control one hundred and one should be AR fifteen should be outside of the domain of public consumption. It's number it, one. It's crazy because you're not allowed to have a concealed weapon. But how do you? Like not conceal an AR forty or AR fifteen walking down the street. You know what I mean? Like I like I like I understand. Although I don't agree with it, but like I understand that there's like a, some places and people in the world where they want to have a gun in their hip for for their own for their own whatever reasons. Like I don't agree with it, but I don't like I'm not going to protest that. Uh, or actually, maybe I would. I don't know. Or or at least like that's where the middle ground is for me, anyways. Like, but teachers. Now, let's get on to kids. What we really want to talk about is uh, the kids' movement for creating change with guns. Regardless, regardless of the history of guns or the history of other countries effectively changing the way people operate with them is the movement of the, like, basically kids, uh, which is pretty rad. I think it's a pretty cool time to have really invigorated uh, young people, like I wonder, I wonder if this, like, when you hear about this big boom of the '60s and, and this big push for, for civil liberties in the United States, because the United States is an export of culture. Uh, like, I wonder what that's going to do for their country. Like, is this their next wave of, of people who promote freedom or human these equality? Ki- these kids are—they uh, seem like the real deal, man. Like, they are super well spoken. They seem super educated. They know their shit. And if they, you know, they're fighting a beast. This is David versus Goliath here. Like, they're a bunch of children, teenagers, that are trying to stand up to not only the U.S. government, but the entire U.S. population. I don't don't even know if it's against. It's more of, like, standing up for, like... That's what I mean. But you're against, man. The lawmakers are in place. The NRA funds tens of millions of dollars a year. Now, like, who's going to give that? Hundreds of millions? How much do you think? I don't know. Let's ballpark it. (laughs) Someone post what the actual number is. Where does the NRA get all their money? The NRA is a highly functioning or high-functioning organization. High-functioning political organization. They have people at the proper political junctures to make decisions. Right, so now, so what about this? Like, you know who these students should be looking for are super wealthy, highly super wealthy individuals that are against gun violence, pro-gun legislation, and just replace the NRA's funding with their funding. But then and it becomes like a us versus them, which I think is like part of the whole systemic problem. Like, the, like there's an us them 
debate going on about compassion. People who show compassion in life are kind of getting pooped on right now. So what is the NRA? Did they sell... Like, what what, what skin do they have in the game? Why do they want people to have the automatic National weapons? National Rifle Association. Yeah. Like, what do they do? <laughs> they, what are they? Well, among other things, they are a huge uh, lobbying organization for the government. No, I understand what the, I understand the lobbying, but I don't understand. Shouldn't they what... be the leaders of, of regulation so that people aren't against them? So that people who were against them say, "Hey, I really appreciate how you regulated it. Now I'm not a gun owner. Now I am a gun owner because it's so much safer now." Right. Which is kind of a crazy idea in itself. But like, shouldn't they be the leaders of, like, the car industry? Say, what is in it for? The, let me rephrase my question. What is in it? For the NRA to have AR-15s in the hands of the public, are they making money There's, off the sale of the guns? Are like what? Like why do they want they, this? They live in safer communities that way. Living in safer <laughs> communities with yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Look, More guns equals safer. Look, I'm all for why the Second Amendment was put into place. Back in the day. Yeah, loading a musket is different than shooting off multiple hundreds right. of rounds. In- and at that point, it was a time when there was political unrest in the histories throughout the world. And the oppression that- of kingdoms and, and kings right. where so, men wanted to be individuals. And that's, that's some righteous stuff. The American dream is a crazy what, when, brand. When, when, I, when at the point in time when a, when a, civilian, when a civilian militia could have helped out, could have done something. You know, if, if, you're, if your government went all tyrannical and they, wanted, seconds. and they wanted to dominate, then you could defend yourself. But you're telling me, sure, give everyone AR-15s. You think that if the U.S. government wanted to go tyrannical and oppress and, and conquer and take control of the U.S. population, that, like... You and me with AR-15s could do anything against the U.S. Hey, Army. Canadian, it doesn't work anymore. Canadians it doesn't would make rise sense. up with pitchforks and torches if they needed to. All right, podcast peeps. That's it for this little chat. We're not little, living was, for the past. We're living for the future. It was a little heavy, a Kids little heavier than most. Kids of the future. Um, Good luck. Peace. Good luck, children. Good luck uh, at the end of March with your march on Washington. Hope that uh, hope you guys find a lot of success and shake a lot of trees. Peace.